Thank you for joining us this Tuesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug. And the title of our message is called Redemption, God's Promise to Abraham. Now we're continuing our series from creation to Christ, and we're going to discover a lot of things along the way. And today we're going to talk about redemption. Somebody said, well, what does Abraham have to do with redemption? So I'm glad that you asked that because we're going to take a look at it, and we're going to be in two parts today, or tomorrow, today and tomorrow. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 8, we'll talk about today, and tomorrow, on Wednesday, we'll look at Genesis chapter 15, 1 through 6. So I'll begin reading in Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 8. It says, The Lord said to Abram, Leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all the people of the earth will be blessed through you. So Abram left as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. Abraham was seventy-five years old when he set out from Haram. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haram. And they set out for the land of Canaan, and there they arrived. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah at Shechem, and, that, and at that time the land was occupied by the Canaanites. The Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your offspring I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. From there he went to the hills east of Bethel, and he pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called, the name, called on the name of the Lord. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, there's a lot to learn in this story. As the story continues on through a few more chapters. But Lord, today we want to be reminded of the promise that you made to Abraham, the blessings that you bestowed upon him, or the promise that you mentioned that his descendants would be like those of the stars in the heavens, that he could, Abraham could not even count them. So Lord, today we want to be reminded of the promise, the promise of redemption, the promise of your provision, the promise that you are always with us. So, Lord, just be with us and keep your hand upon us. We ask in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, think about that. The title of the message is God's Promise to Abram or Abraham. But, you know, sometimes for us today, we say, well, what does this message have to do with us? Well, the Lord sometimes can call us to go to a foreign land, or he can call us to move from one state to another state, or one county to another county. 
following God into the unknown. You know, our humanity wants things in order. Our humanity seems to, to say, you know what, I've been here 30 years and this is where I, I live, this is where I will die. You know, not that anybody wants to die, but think about it. People live in the same location for many, many, many years. And sometimes God will call us out of our comfort zone, out of that place. He'd tell us to leave our country, leave our place that we've been for 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years or longer, to move to another place. God had a plan for Abraham. God has a plan for you and I today. You know, God gave specific instructions to Abraham. He told him he must leave his country and go where he would show him. I've, been, I've done that, been there, done that many times. When God calls, we go. We answer God's call. Sometimes we don't know what the unknown holds. Sometimes God will call us to leave all that is familiar to us, our home, family, friends, to follow him to another part of the country or all the way around the world. Maybe a radical different change of culture. Sometimes the normal becomes normal to us. And sometimes I believe God challenges us to step out of our comfort zone. It could be the language, could be the people, could be the food, could be the culture. Sometimes God wants to teach us lessons. But he reminded him, he says, I will make you a great nation and I will bless you. And he says, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. So I will bless those who bless you and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all of the people of the earth will be blessed through you. That's the promise we have today. God's promise to Abraham. Blessing for you and I. The promise that God will look after us. No matter what people do to us, God has the final say. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, is something we've heard growing up. It's very, very important that we remember God has everything under control. And God will bless us. Sometimes God blesses people through ministry, through programs like the Hope for Today, and through preaching and teaching, and through other media. But we see that Abraham followed the, the promise of God. Abraham left. Did he debate with God? No. I think of Jonah. We mentioned Jonah before in other podcasts. And I think about that. You know, are we or would we have questioned God? Would we even today do we say, well, Lord, you know what? I don't know. What if this happens, or what if this doesn't happen, or what if I don't find a place to live, or what if I don't find a job, and what if? Abraham did not say that. 
God said he would supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. God will meet your need. God will bless you. God will see you through. So we see that Abraham took everything that he had. He was 75 years old. You're never too old for God to use you. Or in modern way of putting it, you're never too young. We say when you're old. What is old? God can still use us even in our senior years. God has a plan. You know, when you're in ministry, you know, we often talk about retiring. I'm going to retire at 67. That's my goal. But you never fully retire. God calls you into ministry. God will use you in a different way. Maybe not the exact same way. But he took his family with him. He took his nephew Lot and all the possessions he accumulated and all the people that he acquired in Haram. And they set out for the land of Canaan. Now God said he would, he would send them to a land that he would show them. So they, sent out, they set out for Canaan. And they would arrive there. Now Abraham traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah at Shechem. At that time the Canaanites were in the land. Now we think about that, this great tree. We read scripture and sometimes we read about like this tree and we just gloss over it and don't follow up. But this great tree, uh, some believe it was an oak called the Oak of Moray at Shechem. It was a ritual site for the Canaanites. Why was it mentioned here in the scriptures? One, it was to indicate the place where Abraham camped out when he entered the land of the Canaanites. We are told that he built an altar for the Lord there. Today we could look at that as a um, survey marker. As we read about the blessings and the promises, God was going to give him this land, his descendants. Verse 7 tells us God promised to Abraham, was, is found in verse 7 about the land. It says, The Lord appeared to Abram and said to, to your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. It's interesting how he built one altar. There's a second altar that was built in the latter verse of verse 8. It says, From there he went on to the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent. With Bethel on the west and Ai on the east, there, there he built an altar to the Lord and he called on the name of the Lord. He was putting down markers, these survey markers. You know, when we think of that, I think uh, somewhere I read there, there's four different altars that were built. We see another one in verse 18 of chapter 13. It says, So Abram moved his tents and went to live near the great tree of Mamre at Hebron, where he built an altar to the Lord. We see a third altar. 
So we see these survey markers being put up, being put up and marking the land. So we see in verse 8, he, we see he went to the hills east of Bethel to pitch his tent. We see two cities or towns mentioned. We see Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. Both of them, both of those places there, he built an altar at that place, and then he would build one again in Hebron. So there's three that we can count right at the scripture we're using. But you know, sometimes God will send us to a far-off place. Sometimes he may send us right within our neighborhood, unfamiliar, different radical lifestyles, different way of thinking, different way of doing things. So the scripture tells us that Abraham recognized God's call. And we see his faithfulness to that call. We see God giving him promises. And we see God blessing him. At 75 years of age, he set out. You know, you never know where God will call you and what God has for us. But we're reminded in Genesis chapter 12 that following God sometimes will take us to the unknown. But if we trust God and we lean upon God, God will lead and direct us just like he did Abraham. You know, we read further down in the, the next text we'll read is, is uh, Genesis chapter 15, 1 through 6. And there's a lot in, the, in those six verses. But God was giving him a promise. God gives us a promise today, a promise of hope, a promise of life, a promise of his provision, and a promise of eternity. So as we read in the Old Testament, there's quite a lot to learn. We're still in the book of Genesis. And we'll be in Genesis again tomorrow. But then we will go on uh, into Exodus. And we'll learn about Abraham offering Isaac as a sacrifice. So please be with us this week as we continue on these studies. We do apologize for not uh, recording in the past week or so. But uh, we hope you will continue to join us as we pick back up where we left off with these messages of hope from creation to Christ as we discover what it is to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So we'll finish with the Old Testament in the coming this coming week, our first part of next week, and then we will pick up with the book of, of Luke and Matthew and John. So we will pick up on those. But let us continue on with our walk in Genesis, and then we will pick up with Exodus, and then Leviticus, and then Isaiah. So I pray is God calls you to go here, to go there. You need to make sure that it's the Lord's leading and not ours. Sometimes we live in a world today, we say, oh, you know, 
but you need to pray about it. You need to seek godly counsel. You just don't get up and move. You know, I believe Abraham had a, a close relationship with God. It tells us in the scripture of what he was doing. When he built altars, he was acknowledging God. He was thanking God for his faithfulness. You know, we read this story, and we don't really know the time frame, how long it took to get from one point to another. But as we read chapter 12 and into 13, we see that he was always moving forward. He was always on the go. He was never standing still for very long. As Christians, that's what God calls us to do, to be on the go, to always be moving forward. You know, we have a tendency when we run into a situation to look back or to look at the situation as a mountain. But Scripture tells us that if we speak to the mountain, it will be cast down. Whatever that situation is, whatever that problem is, whatever that stumbling block is that's holding you in place, God can take care of it. God is faithful. So the story of Abraham is when God calls us into the unknown, he will see us through. He will provide. He will bring people into your life that will help you along the way. I can attest to that personally. I remember when God called me to leave a very good job to go into the ministry full time. And you know, it was scary. It was unknown. But God always provided. Did he always give me what I, what I wanted? No. But he gave me what I needed. What I needed, he saw me through. And we build upon that. Sometimes we have to lay the foundation, but build upon the foundation. And Christ needs to be that chief cornerstone. He needs to be the foundation. So as we're reminded today, God had a promise and a blessing for Abraham and for his descendants. And those descendants, if we look today, you know, uh, from the beginning of Genesis with Adam and Eve all the way to where we are today, God is still giving us promises. God's promises are true. And God's blessings are true. It's not about material things. I'm not saying blessings that way. Blessings of health. Blessings of a place to live. Blessings of provision of food. Those things that we need. The sustenance of life. Blessings in being faithful to the call of God today. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this message. We thank you for redemption. Redeeming. We thank you that you called Abraham into the unknown. But you didn't leave him in the wilderness to wander around, to go from here and there. You gave him specifics. You told him, leave your country, your people, your father's household, and go into the land I will show you. 
Lord, you, sh you call each and every one of us, sometimes to another country, sometimes to another neighborhood. Just like Abraham, you blessed him. And our name is great in, in Christ Jesus today. It doesn't put us on a pedestal or make us uh, high-hatted in a sense. You know, we don't want to be stardom. But in heaven, our name is great. And we are blessed. We are blessed by God. And Lord, we have the promise like Abraham. Those who curse us, God will curse them. You know, sometimes we go through things, Lord, that can be overwhelming. People don't treat us right. People say things. People do things. But you know, God is the final, God has the final say. So, Lord, help us this day as we go through life, we go through ministry that you've called us through. We ask for your provision, your blessing upon us. We ask, Lord, just like Abraham, he was 75 years of age when you called him. And Lord, no matter what our age is today, you can still use us. You're still calling. You're calling people unto you. You're calling people into service. But we need to be aware of that. We need to listen. And Lord, Help us even when we doubt and we're not sure. Lord, you gave Abraham the promise that you would give his offspring the land. Lord, we have the promise of the hope of eternity with you. And Lord, as we look forward to redemption, redemption in Christ Jesus, the hope of eternity, Lord, we ask your blessing upon these future podcasts as we bring forth the message in your will and in your way. So, Lord, we just want to thank you and we want to praise you for all that you're doing and all that you continue to do. We pray for those that don't know you as their personal Savior, that today can be that day. The day, too, can be blessed of God. They, too, can know this hope the hope of eternity. Lord, we pray somehow, some way, you'll send someone across our the, the people's path that don't know you. They can give a word of encouragement, a scripture, or they can give the message of hope. Lord, we see where you walked with Abraham and his family. Later, we will see more in the scripture that he faced challenges, but you never left him or you never forsook him. Lord, you would call him to great and mighty things, tasks that seemed that were beyond his comprehension. Lord, you will call us sometimes to things that we may not think we can do. But with Christ, all things are possible. With Christ, you give us strength. With Christ, you give us boldness of faith. So, Lord, we pray for our brothers and sisters around the world that are 
in crisis situations. We pray for peace where peace is needed. We pray, Lord, for calmness where calmness is needed. And Lord, we pray for world leaders around the world. As we looked at the news this morning and we see all that's going on around the world. We continue to pray for the war in the Ukraine. Lord, we pray that some resolve can come and the war will end. We pray for those leaders, Lord, from both countries and other countries around the world that are taking sides. We pray for peace. We pray for wisdom. Lord, we pray for elections that are coming up in the coming new year in 2024. Lord, it's never too early to pray for them. Pray for those elections, the primaries, those that will be leaders, future leaders of America, of India, of Mauritius and other countries where they're having elections. Lord, we just want to thank you for all that you're doing, all that you continue to do, and all that you will do. So, Lord, wherever you call us or you lead us, we want to follow you, even if it is unknown, uncharted. We know that you have a plan. Just guide us and keep us and be with us. Remind us of the promises that you gave to Abraham, the promises you gave to the nation of Israel, the promises that you give to each and every one of us today, that you will bless us, you will protect us, you will provide for us. So Lord, as we go through these next few podcasts, give me words and wisdom as we bring forth these podcasts, that those that hear it will hear from you. They don't hear from Pastor Doug. They hear from you, from your word. We ask it in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us this Tuesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug. And we look forward to joining you on Wednesday with a new message of hope and encouragement. God bless and have a great day.